And now, weighing in out of the blue corner, Josh the Pong Thompson. 100%. And on the other mic, he weighs in from the red corner, Big John McCarthy. Well, hello to everyone. It is our midweek edition of the Weighing In Podcast. We've got all kinds of fights coming up. You've got Eagle FC, the PFL, UFC, and Bellator. So it is a week with a plethora of fights, just exactly the way we want to see it. Right, Josh Thompson? It is. You are, I should say. You are correct. It is correct. You. <laughs> it is cousin correct. It, cousin, it is correct. Absolutely, absolutely. Let me grow my hair there's, a little longer. There's a ton of talk about, but, John, we got to get right down to the nitty-gritty. I've got to come out and say, hey, I did some research. I talked about some things. Hold on, stop, stop. You did research? No, I didn't. I just read the comments. Dominic <laughs> Cruz. Dominic Cruz is going to be very happy. Someone did research. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it must be that AKA affiliation. I don't know. No, what it, what is is this is that it comes down like on the other night. I said some stuff about Izzy about his contract being uh, left from Paradigm. I was incorrect, and I had went after right after the show. I was bought. It was bothering me. It was something I should have actually had Dave pull up. Right, right on the spot if I wasn't sure. I thought I had seen it somewhere that he had left, and he had not left Paradigm. Um, he was still with them. It's an opportunity. Um, it was something that I had said that I need to make sure I need to verify. Look, I'm not a journalist, and I never claimed to be. Okay, we, John, you and I have made it very specific that we are not those things. Because if I was a journalist, I would actually wrote this apology on the back page and put it on some obscure page that no one would ever listen to or watch. So I'm doing this Good at the point. beginning of the show to make sure that everyone understands. Look, I made a mistake. I apologize. It doesn't do... I'm not doing paradigm any justice because it's a lot of hard work in this day and age for managers to get deals done. Okay. And it's, it's for him, for the fighters to be happy with what's going on. It's a lot. It's really hard for them to deal with, not just the UFC, but to, for to deal with Bellator, with deal with PFL. It's hard because they know that there's not much wiggle room in terms of the amount of money those fighters can make. Is he got a good contract? His management did a good job. It was my fault. I apologize. Um, for for saying something that should have been I should have verified right there on the spot should have had Dave pull it up I should have actually went through it all and uh, and that's something that I got to make sure that is said in the beginning of the show because that is not that is not who I am and I can admit what I'm wrong and I think it's I think it's fair for me to come out and do this in the beginning of the show to make sure that everyone understands hey I dropped the ball I made a mistake and that's who I am as a person John you know that I'm not someone that is afraid to admit when I'm wrong I'm not wrong very often as you know John but oh okay. <laughs> Oh, but I, I just but, got hit by something there. Oh, yeah. But hey, that's the great thing about me is I can roll with the punches and I understand that, hey, sometimes if you talk on a mic long enough, you're going to be wrong. There's, oh. And I've, you know, several people are figuring that out, you know, in this day and age on these microphones and doing podcasts. All right. Look, and uh, what it is, it just comes down to is I want to make sure that it, Paradigm got their, their, uh, their due. They did a great job for Izzy. Izzy got the contract that he, uh, he wanted. And I tip my hat to them, especially in this type of industry, to get that type of money and to do exactly what um, management is supposed to be doing for their fighters. That being said. Uh-oh, here it comes. <clears throat> that being said, <laughs> my man, Adi, we have, we have sat for a second. We've talked. We've had coffee together. We've had conversations. My man, DMs work both ways. Just hit me up. Okay? I'm an easygoing guy. Just hit me up. We've talked. I got a lot of respect for you because, like I said, in this industry, it's very hard. So now that I know you know how to use DM, DM me, okay? 
I appreciate that. Got a lot of love for what you're doing. It's really hard to keep top talent happy, and you do a great job at that. And so uh, continue doing what you're doing. But uh, I'm free, brother. Hit me up. All right, let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) I had to poke a little fun. I had to poke a little fun. But uh, I got a lot of love and respect for him, Matt, based off the fact that, like I said, it is hard to keep top talent happy, especially as many as he has, as he has on his roster. He's built a good organization in terms of paradigm, and and, uh, he's got a lot of top talent signed with them. And so, uh, you know. Good, good yeah, for you gotta, him and continue. You got to figure that obviously Connor and it and Izzy are the two top paid guys mm-hmm. in the UFC. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, Chris Cyborg got her the biggest contract for a for a woman fighter. Pretty impressive. Doing mm-hmm. a good job. There he is. Got to give him credit. Got to give credit where it's due. But let's move on to the good stuff. Okay. Come on. We got fights. All right. Well, let's talk. We'll talk Eagle FC first, John. You and I both know we don't know a ton of these guys. We don't know a ton of the guys. <laughs> we, <laughs> we don't really gotta, know any of them. them. Go to mybookie.ag. Check out those betting lines. I'm telling you right now. If you guys use that promo code, Wayne in. There is a QR code right there, which Podcast Dave is going to put up. You guys use that QR code, and that will take you to our mybookie.ag with our promo code Wayne in. Get a little extra spending cash. You guys can bet on that Super Bowl. Also, if you guys did some bets that we talked about. For the pay-per-view, for the UFC pay-per-view, I'm hopefully you guys didn't listen to me because I was horrible last night. I think I went 0-3 with all of them, but but there were some great fights last night. Absolutely amazing fights. But hopefully you guys were able to cash in on a couple things and you guys decided to go on your own. But go to mybookie.ag. Use that promo code Wayne in. I want to thank you guys for supporting us and supporting mybookie.ag. This so, is bad because I used to know these guys because I was going yeah. to Russia so much and doing mm-hmm. fights there and everything. And I don't know either one of the guys that is the main event. That really sucks. Well, what you have to remember, though, what people need to remember is that, like, we don't just, we don't, like, we have to talk all these fights, but we're also doing a ton of research for Bellator on the fights, the fights that are coming up. We're doing side stuff for them as well, but then doing the stuff for the UFC. Even those guys, there's tons of guys that are, like, in the, what was it, not the the first pay-per-view, was it the first pay-per-view they had? They had 11 guys making their debut. That's research that you have to do on fighters that you've never seen on a major platform. And so having to do that research on them. And I know even though we're not, we don't consider ourselves journalists, we're basically just people that have been ingrained in the sport for over 20 years that we know a lot about this. But then when you also are trying to figure out who these fighters are, where they came from, now with the way that a lot of these promotions are doing this, they're pulling their their stuff off of their, off YouTube and off uh, Tapology, off these other places where you can try to find them, MMA Hardcore, all these other places where you can try to find their fights. And you can't find them because they want to put them in their library on their own website or their own thing. And it's hard to find them on there without paying some sort of subscription. You're like, I'm just trying to do research on these guys, you know? So that's the hardest part. Russia provides some of the oh, best are, talent. Are you right saying now. you don't want to pay for the UFC fight pass? No, 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 no. I don't want to. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't no, want to pay. I, that. I get charged for every little damn thing. I swear it's insane. And you, do I, see, I, I know you. I do. appreciate this podcast because, see, this is in my now because of this podcast. It's a write-off for me. Yeah. It's a tax write-off. All the pay-per-views are tax write-offs, so I feel like doesn't matter how many I throw out there. I keep on telling my wife because she, she tries to limit me to two. She's okay with all the UFC ones. When it gets to boxing ones, she gets a little mad at me. Just a little mad. It's, yeah, but, but the uh, boxing ones got to be the top-notch ones. I'm not trying yeah, to watch exactly. all the boxing ones. I'm trying to that's watch, it. you know, the Canelos and the Tyson Furies. And, oh, yeah. That's who I'm trying to watch. Don't get me wrong. There's some very talented, talented oh, boxers. Great. Come on. Wait, wait. If you got Crawford in there oh, or yeah. something like that, I got to watch. Come on. he's a, I still think he's the best boxer in, right now. Right now? Yeah, I think he's the best boxer right now. 
But phenomenal. That's for another right. time. All right, you're gonna get a ton of Canelo haters right there. <laughs> I love Canelo. <laughs> I like love him, but phenomenal. I think I think Terrence is 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 the best boxer. Hey, just scroll down. So I look. I'm not even trying to butcher these guys' names, but I'm really just gonna be honest. All I want to say is I wish Eagle FC the best of luck on their show this weekend. I don't know either one of these fighters. Neither do I. Um, I'm being honest. You know, but I they're gonna. And sure I don't even want to be... say their names because see, this is where you have to practice to say. Yeah. Like, well, I will screw this up. I'm going to say it's ZA against BA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if, um, but I mean, look, if Khabib and his or and his crew of guys decided this would be a good main event, I would, it's probably going to end up being one of the best fights of the night. It should be the best fight of the night, but it is going to be one of those action packed fights. And these are obviously these two are very talented fighters. If they've decided to put them in the main event, I think this shows in Moscow, Russia. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's in Russia. It's in Moscow. I mean, and, um, and it should be a good fight. I mean, like I would imagine is if if he's gonna put this as a main event, it should be probably an extremely good fight with a lot of a lot of good skills between the two of them. All right, let's move on. Uh look, and the PFL throughout this challenger series, John. I, I, this have they have reminiscence of what Strike Force used to do. Very much. And I, I gotta tell you, I kinda like it. I, I kind of it kind of bothers me that Bellator didn't start doing this already, you know, because <laughs> There's yeah, a lot. The, of, the UFC is doing it. They're just calling it the Dana White, the Dana White Contender, Contender series. series. Yeah, and but, which is a smart thing. You got to remember, like basically, Strikeforce did all this stuff already. They were doing these events. Oh yeah, and it was then, called the know, Challenger and, Series. It was called the Challenger Series, and it was a it was it was a great. Like I got to tell you, like uh, DC, I think fought there. I know Luke Rockhold yeah. fought there several times. Trevor Prangley main evented it a couple times because they always had like. A top talent that was kind of in the that, that would main event it, but then they always had their yeah. up and comers, you know. Yep. But uh, I mean, it would be nice if we we started doing this. I would love to see Showtime and NBC, uh, not NBC, but Showtime, CBS Sports, and and uh, CBS all get together and start doing the, like a, a a Challenger series. Put the Challenger series on CBS Sports. CBS Sports, absolutely. You know, and then put you know, and then put you know, and then put obviously. I'd like to have more shows on actual, you know, big time CBS. Hopefully that comes to fruition. But I mean, Showtime overall, and then you've got, yeah, it would be nice. But to talk about PFL, scroll down there, buddy. Mohamed Juma versus Joshua Silvera, and then you've got Alexander Popic. Popic is that how you yeah, know? Yeah, Popic. Popic. Yeah. yeah, versus Taylor Johnson, who we know uh, pretty well. Had Taylor no, Popic too. Popic, Popic, you know Popic lost to. Uh... Jamal Hill, who will be the UFC's uh, headliner for their fight night, yeah. he lost to Josh Hill in, in that Dana White's contender Got series. It. So he's he's a good fighter. <clears throat> that's a good matchup between him. He's he's not the wrestler that Taylor Johnson is, and so yeah. that's going to be an interesting. Uh, does he have Does he have leg lock defense? Talk. That's the key. Does he have leg lock defense? Hello, good call, good call. Because Taylor <clears throat> Johnson's leg locks are freaking on point. The yeah. guy is quick with it. A lot of studying with Dean Lister and uh, Jocko Willink down in yeah. San Diego and stuff. But Josh Silviar, let's go back to that. I'm sorry, we went past the oh the uh, the main event main event of it. Josh Silviar is out of American Top Team, and this guy can fight. He's good in the stand up. Uh, his ground game is good. I've watched Mohammed Juma fight before. He's real strong, very tough. Um, he comes out of the uh, I want to say EFC is where he's where he's been fighting before, but man, he's he's a he's a gamer. I don't know if he's got the technical skill to stay with Josh though. Silveira is very good. 
and you got to give it to him. The, the, he's undefeated at this point in his career. This is a good thing for him. It's going to put more pressure on him being that main event, even though I think this the card's only, what, four fights? Four yeah. fights. I think that's all they have, which is good. There's nothing wrong with that because they're probably not going to be doing it with a crowd or something. It's just for, like, a TV thing. And, hey, this is your chance to prove to the PFL you belong there and that uh, you're somebody that they want to put into their tournament. So this is a good opportunity for everybody in it. Yeah, I'm going to go with Joshua just because I really like the name. So Joshua's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> He's obviously a stud. There I mean, go. there's not a lot of Joshua's out there. So, I mean, I understand. Oh, you make it this dude. far, you're an actual stud. Yeah. You're a so, stud. you're saying you got to be someone to be a Josh. I got That's it. true. This is very okay. true. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, what's going on right now here, there, but <laughs> Did I just see what I just saw? <laughs> I was trying to just close an app. It was, uh, it was uh, slowing it down, I think. I won't read out what I just said. It was uh, just, it said like browsers and Pornhub is what it said. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, give a little shout out to those groups right there because I know, I know Podcast Dave is a frequent visitor. <laughs> I don't know what Podcast Dave is watching while he's supposedly working, but whatever. Oh, oh man. Well, maybe he needs to uh, go get the VPN that we, we have that sponsors us. <laughs> it has all your material. <laughs> well, Josh, it was actually a PowerPoint presentation because oh, unlike you, I am sophisticated. Oh, so great. <laughs> All right, well, hey, make sure you oh, guys tune in. Mohamed Juma, I watched it because Mark Goddard was talking. He was at UAE, the um, the, the the show that they have in the United Arab Emirates. Mm-hmm. I, think, I believe he was, I don't know if he fought for the title there, but UAE Warriors, that's where he was. Got it. Yeah. I mean, he's tough. For them oh, to put him in the main event, he's got to be pretty good. He's tough. He's good. He, he will fight. I just, skill-wise, yeah. One guy's got just more technical skill right now. You know, what I like right now is the a lot of the smaller shows are kind of making a little bit of a run. I'm not saying they're catching the UFC. No one's saying that. No All right, but that. what I'm saying is that <clears throat> it's nice to see that there's a lot of promotions out there right now that are willing to give these fighters a chance and opportunity. If these f- smaller shows are not around... You know, or just period, if these other shows... And these are, they, and look, and when I say smaller, I remember people used to just clamor for anything that would be on TV regarding yeah. MMA. And then now you've got a bunch of different shows that you can just download an app and watch on, or you can watch on, you just flip your TV on. I mean, you've got the PFL, Ego FC, you've got Bellator, you've got UFC, you've got you got one. LFA. Was, yeah, you LFA. Got, you know, you've so got all many these things. The LFA produces a ton of top talent. Ton of talent. Ton of good you, guys. You, if you want to say what show yeah. on the, because look at there's, when you're talking about levels, mm-hmm. grassroots is what I call. Yeah. That's the show that's going to be in your hometown kind of thing most of the time. Yeah. They keep coming back and, you know, you see them, you know, always putting on fights. That's a grassroots. Then you get regionals, which will move in certain areas, you know, but kind of have better talent, bigger names a little bit. Sometimes we'll bring a guy that's, you know, a guy from the past from Bellator, the UFC, or PFL, and that'll be their main event guy. And the LFA is the king of the regionals. They put out more talent. The UFC, Bellator signs more people off of the LFA roster than any other regional promotion out there. Which is strange because you would think that it would sign more probably out of what's the other one in Russia? Uh, ACA? ACA? Is it, ACB? No, is it yeah. called ACA? Used to be ACB. Now. Now used to be ACA. ACB, right? Now it's ACA. Yeah, you would think that they would sign a lot more out of there. I think, I think some of the, con- some of the, from what I've heard, 
Okay, is it some of the issues with signing a lot of the fighters out of there? Is that they uh, some of them have visa problems, and so yeah. I'm trying to make sure that you can get them here to make sure that they fight, and that ends up being a problem. Like you don't want to bank on them <clears throat> being able to get here every show. You got to bring them out a couple weeks early. So it's uh, expensive. It is. It's not. Let's cheap. be honest. It's expensive for a lot of reasons. If yeah. you're going to get someone from the ACA, you're probably going to have to pay the promotion. Yeah, <laughs> that's just I hate you know that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. So you're going to pay the promotion. You have visa issues with the fighters themselves as far as sometimes the U.S. doesn't want to allow people into this country yeah. at times and stuff. And so you can't get them in for their fight now. So that's yeah. a problem. The other thing is there's a language barrier where you're trying to sell this person to a fan base that they don't speak the same language. So it's a hard sell at times. It's a hard push. So there's a lot going on there. It's not that those fighters aren't great. They're great fighters. Yeah. They got some top talent there. It's But the LFA pulls guys from all over the world. You know, a lot of Brazilians come into LFA. You know, you got a lot of North Americans. You get people from Russia at times. But it's a variety. And by far. And that's Eddie Soros is, you know, the guy that, that runs LFA. And he's done a fantastic job with that yeah. promotion. This is a guy that went from managing to now he and uh, he and a guy named George are the ones that are in charge of LFA, and he's doing a great job with them and putting out a lot call, of talent. just call him Eddie? Man, you guys down like that? You guys are cool, cl- close friends like that? I still call him Ed. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> well, I think, hold on. Ed is an abbreviation of Eddie. Yeah, so that's even more. But that's like, that's like me saying Johnny. No, okay, like okay so I'll say <laughs> Mr. Ed Sora. Uh, that's what I, oh, I was like, man, damn, you got it like that with Ed? All right, all right. Yeah, I I'm, gonna I call him. I'm not going to start calling him Eddie, though. Just stop. <laughs> I, won't, I, won't, I won't disrespect the man like that. Maybe you guys are close and all, but anyways. Uh, all right, well, let's get into the UFC as well. All right. So we actually have Bellator in the card first. Um, okay. On the, agenda, on the agenda first. So right. do it. They're both, they're both on Saturday night, correct? They both are on Saturday night. They're correct? both on Saturday night. <sighs> John, this fight to me is, and, and I'm only, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm saying this because stylistically, it's a very dangerous fight for Logan Storley. Yeah, it is. He's gonna I have agree. to sprawl and brawl, but then now with, uh, go ahead. Now that Neiman Gracie's training at um, Kings MMA, Kings I don't MMA. know if sprawl and brawl is gonna be the answer either. Uh, it's a safe. tough fight for Logan, and Logan's a stud. I just, I looked at his fight with Dante Churro, and it just wasn't, wasn't the type of performance that he needed. Now, granted, he was fighting kind of in his hometown there in Sioux Falls, and it just was uh, maybe a little bit more pressure, main event. I mean, I know he's fought there before, but it's like there was a lot more, I think, riding on that because you know he's came. It was I think was, I think he was coming off that loss to. Uh, to Amosov, who is now the champion. <clears throat> he had a lot of things. You know, fighters start questioning themselves on, like, are things working for me after their first loss or after every loss? And, um, you know, what adjustments, what changes does he need? But he needs to have some stand-up in this fight if he's going to if he's gonna get the win against this. Because taking, taking Neiman down, <sighs> Neiman, Neiman's one, I think, I and I've said this before, to me, he's the best Gracie that's ever fought. I don't. Yeah. I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not knocking the it. ones that came before him. But no, he's the best Gracie. He's the best Gracie and the most well-rounded Gracie that's ever fought. You know, and uh, he deserves his due. And people just kind of look past him because oh, he's a Gracie, but it's just the name. It's this. He's not what he. It's not. No, he's good. He's good. Like yeah. he's. Look, there's a lot of guys that John Fitch has fought 
But no one, no one's controlled the situation as well as he did against John Fitch. Now, John Fitch is also older. But John Fitch is also, he'd been subbed, I think, twice in his, his career. Once by Paul Harris and once by Josh Berkman. Those mm-hmm. submissions, I mean, like, with the Berkman one, he just, he, I think he thought he could get out and just, yeah. and, you know. But with the Paul Harris one, he just got legit caught. Neiman Gracie caught him legit as well in the leg lock slash heel hook, I guess you want to call it, but it was more of a knee bar. Yep. But overall, just a great fight. He is someone who is well-rounded. Now, to say that that Logan is as good at defending submissions as John Fitch, I'm going to have a hard time saying Don't that. Don't know and about I'm not, that. I'm not saying that because John's my boy. I'm just saying that because it's going to be hard for, for Logan. He's going to have to be backing out of that guard a lot, backing out of those attacks a lot, back up to his feet. And his reentry, if he decides to go back into the ground ground and pound position, he's going to end up putting him in jeopardy as well. So it's a it's a kind of a catch twenty two. Do I stand up and back out, let him back on his feet, or do I go back into his guard and play with that type of fire? It's a tough fight. I'm a big fan of Logan. Um, I love everything he he's doing. I just I don't know Neiman right now. To me, seems like he's on another level, and I'm not I'm not taking anything away from from Logan. I think he's a stud. <sighs> I, I just I'm looking at what I'm looking at what uh, what Neiman's been doing, John, and it's impressive. Super impressive. I mean, it, it, I've I was I said it long ago. He is the very best I've seen from the Gracie family as far as fighting, as far as the, the whole game. He's got a good stand-up game now. His ground game is phenomenal as far as he attacks the whole body too. He doesn't just go after a lot of the upper body stuff that some guys you know, go after, he goes after the legs and he's good with the legs. It's not like it's, oh, he's going to go for an ankle lock. He's going to go for a heel hook and his legs aren't in the right. He does, he controls things so well. It all comes from, you know, where he was training, you know, the Danaher death squad and all the leg lock attacks that they did. Phenomenal. But if you're Logan Storley, and I'm looking at this fight because, you know, I, I I went back and watched all these fights that both of them had. You can't change who you are, Josh. Yeah. If you try to change who you are, that's going to be a problem. You've got to be you. And Logan is very good at if he gets to fight where he wants it, which he always does at some point, he's very good at squaring up and keeping himself safe from those attacks. Guys will try to do them. The one guy that gave him problems as far as didn't put him into danger, but Dante Skiro was able to always get himself out of Logan's side control. He was able to get back to half guard. He was able to get back to guard, and Logan would have to then work to get past it again. I think, you know, he's going to have the same problem with Naaman. Naaman's going to be able to get himself out of those positions. It's a matter of how much damage can Logan do. Logan will start to slow down as far as his offense in his ability to control you. And when he's, if he's just going to be into control situations with, Gracie, that's going to be a problem because that's what Gracie wants. He he wants it to be where, yeah, I'm on my back, but I'm the one leading the dance here. I'm not being damaged. I'm the one being offensive. I'm the one putting you on the defense. He's got to create those opportunities to be an offensive fighter on the ground at times because in the stand-up, he's facing a guy that he's got, he's got a guy in front of him that can throw down and has power in his hands. So, this is not one of those ones. I'm going to use my wrestling just to keep it on my feet. That might not be the answer for you. You need to be who you are. Take him down, get back up at times. That's fine. But you always need to be having him guessing what you're going to be doing. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I think 
This sets the stage, though, for Neiman. Neiman's been chasing for that title shot, but there's a guy in front of him, though, in Jason Jackson that's going to deserve it sooner. So this this whole backup kind of in the division right now is is uh, with the holdup because Amosov, you know, had a baby and won the title and then had a baby, and now he's out there training. I think in Thailand at Tiger Muay Thai, he's still out there. <clears throat> he'll be he'll be ready to go though. He's fighting MVP after that fight. It was just a line of people that are in that that are having success. That's you know, the way it's got, supposed to be. You have MVP, and then MV, next after MVP is going to be Jason Jackson, and then Jason Jackson, and then basically Neiman Gracie. You know, but there's going to be fights in between there. They're going to have to unless fight. Logan Storley takes that opportunity away. That's true. Yes, that's yeah. very true. But I don't. I don't think that Logan's going to jump the line either. I, mean, I think you still have Jason Jackson, who's going to be next. Yeah. I can't imagine him not. He's beaten Neiman. It was a very controversial way that things were handled, but he's beaten Neiman. You know, I'd like to maybe see a rematch in that fight. If that's the case, if he does get past Logan to see who fights, you know, the winner of MVP and, and Amosov. But um. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I that division to me, and because you've got the, the next guy we're going to talk about is Korshkov. He's another guy that could throw a wrench into a lot of this stuff. You know, you put him against Jason Jackson. You put him against someone like Neiman. Put Gracie, him against anybody. Any of those guys. He's a stud. His losses have been to Douglas Lima. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> like okay. Douglas I Lima. Mean, uh, early in his career, he lost to Ben Askren. Yeah. You know, because uh, at the time Bellator had the tournament and stuff, mm -hmm. and so he was a young fighter. And he, he ends up getting just, you know, five-round mauled, I think, by uh, Ben. But I, I don't think Ben finished him. But, yeah, him and Douglas Lima, that's really the guys that have given Korshkov problems. And Korshkov has the one win against Douglas Lima. But Korshkov is a beast. The guy can wrestle. His stand-up is freaking good. He's quick. He's accurate. Uh, he's got the full package. But he does have a very good fighter. And I, I really enjoy watching Chance Recountry fight. Chances he's a volume guy. He comes in and out. He pushes the pace on you a lot. He doesn't back down. He's fun to watch. John, say his last name again for me. Recountre. Or some people okay. some people will say recounter. Yeah, recounter. <laughs> I heard Jim I heard uh it was so funny. I heard Chael try to say it. <laughs> I don't even know if he he didn't even say the right freaking it was nothing. It was I don't know. He called him recount. I think it was recount. The recount. We're gonna recount Jim, that. I think Jimmy Smith called him recounter. I think he's what recounter. He yeah, it was just funny. Uh, I was. I, this there was, are people. This was what four recounter. years ago when he was in Bellator. It was like four years ago, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. He was in Bellator. <laughs> he went to the fun. UFC. He had some good fights there. He had a, a couple wins, a couple losses, but he he's good. You know, and he will fight his ass off. He's fun to watch. So this is actually. A, when you look at body types and everything, mm -hmm. this is a great matchup. This is this should be a very interesting fight. I know what you're saying, and I give you the, know exactly what I'm saying. I, John. I'm giving. <laughs> I'm, I, I give you. I agree with you. I think Korshkov is absolutely the guy who is uh, you know, favored to win this. But Rakatri can give him problems at times. <laughs> <laughs> damn i just fell out of my seat almost laughing i mean korshkov's just he's i think he's just better all the way around john i'm not gonna sit here and sugarcoat it like you okay <laughs> i love you i love you to death you're, try, you're you're trying to make it something it's not I, I love you i love you for it look korshkov is just he's got great wrestling great takedown defense great takedowns himself He's super big for the weight. I mean, he's tall, oh, yeah. long, lanky. He possesses power. Things come from different angles. His spinning kicks, his back kicks, his everything you can think of. He throws spinning back fists, flying knees. 
I mean, he is just the full package. Yep. When we talk about fighters who sometimes just don't get the name recognition that they deserve, he's one of those guys. You know, he's, I mean, like, he's his losses, the reason why I don't think he gets it is because, you know, he ended up dropping two to, to, to Lima, and now Lima's no longer the champion anymore, but he kind of got overshadowed by Lima did during that era. And uh, he's so talented, though. I put him against someone like Jason Jackson. I think you probably have a phenomenal, phenomenal fight. I think that fight right there probably steals the fight card the way that they fight. Jason Jackson, the ass-kicking machine, he's someone that's just going to walk you down and just try to just pick you apart, that push key. I would love to see that fight. I'm, I'm surprised we haven't seen that fight already. But that that being said, Korshkov is that guy. Now, Chance, I mean, or Count Trey or whatever. How we're, I'm going to have to get that down before we get on TV. But... um. <laughs> I mean, he's. I think he's good. He's got some. He's got some slick submissions, but he's got to get the fight to the ground. I don't know if he has the power to do that on the feet. Like you said, he's a sticks. He's a stick and move, stick and move. Try to wait for guy. you to overcommit. He's a volume guy. Doesn't possess a lot of power, and that's not the kind of person you want to fight. That's in someone problem. like with with Korshkov. Yes. Got to have Korshkov respect you, and if he doesn't, he just walks through. Yeah, you. he just walks you down and just does whatever the hell he wants, and that's going to be yeah. the problem. Uh, one of my good buddies and one of my former training partners, Adam Piccolotti, making his comeback. He's had a lot of time off. He had his last fight when he lost to Sydney Outlaw, tore his ACL, tore his MCL, uh, tore both of them in that fight. And then right when he was making his comeback, I think he was like a week or two out, he broke his collarbone. And so he ended up having surgery on that as well. Now he's back. He's fighting Karahanyan. Georgie's tough, man. Georgie's yeah, he he, is. I, he's better at and 155. He's better at 155. Yes, Thank there you, you go. There you Look go. at that jinx. Ah, it's true. Well, you know, I mean, great minds think alike. And I mean, I'm the greater <laughs> mind, so you think just like oh. me and I, you know, that's, I love it. That still trap is not that still Hold trap on. anymore. I think it's kind of leaking a, a little time, bit. I'm glad I'm, I'm having a hard time breathing here. <laughs> well, like I told you earlier in the show, I'm very rarely wrong, and you guys just oh, okay. got to learn to stay on I track I remember here. that part. Yes, yes. I remember that part. <laughs> uh, but to me, look, Georgie poses a lot of threats. He's not going to be easy for, for Adam to take down. And on the feet, I think Georgie possesses more power. So on the feet, I'm going to give Georgie the potential of the knockout, and on the, and on the ground, I'm going to give it more to, to Adam. Adam is more of the scrambler, though. Georgie, when he uses his grappling, will use more of his strength. Adam is very fun, very good, and we saw that with the Sydney Outlaw. That that looked like two ferrets just getting after it on the ground. And Sydney Outlaw is a strong individual, you know. And so when the two of them got after it, it was a really good fight. And uh, the scrambling was was definitely key in those situations. I don't know if Georgie can scramble with Adam Piccolotti once they hit the ground, and the submissions and the the style of which Adam can can fight on the ground with his jiu-jitsu, I think is a little bit better than Georgie's. Now, like I said, Georgie on the feet, I think he has the better. He's more, more composed, power. he possesses more power, and he will walk him down, try to walk Adam down, and land the big shot and sprawl and brawl. That's the way I think I see that fight going. Now, what the hell do I know? It could be could be a different <laughs> way. John, it yeah, could be exactly. a different way. But remember, at the end of the day, I'm always right. Oh, okay. I'll remember <laughs> that. Yeah, so... This is uh, it's a it's a it's a quality matchup. Both guys black belts in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Both guys are really good on the ground. They do approach the ground differently. Piccolotti is a lot slicker. He does he does a lot of uh, different attacks that aren't what we call the basics of what you're going for. He will switch off into different positions that most guys won't based upon his belief in himself. So he is a different different level as far as his ground ability, I believe, on the feet. He's got the ability to stay with Georgie as far as technique and volume. I think he's actually better, but he does have to be careful of the right hand of Georgie. Georgie does have power in his right hand. He sets it up well. So 
very good matchup, one that I think in the end, you know, either guy can win. I do like Georgie at 155 pounds compared to the 145. I thought he was losing too much weight, and Piccolotti's always been at the lightweight, so it's a great matchup. Talking yeah, about power, though, Davion Franklin. Davion Franklin is a beast when it comes to power, but he throws so hard, mm-hmm. he's almost Derek Lewis-like in his power ability. He is. When you talk about the, the power that he can generate yeah. Yeah. when he throws and the speed that he does it with as a big guy, it's impressive. But he's going against the guy that I call the sleeper. He's going against Syed Soma, a guy that looks like he doesn't want to be there. Even though he does, he he loves fighting, but but he he's like you know he's he comes from a swimming background, very good cardio for a heavyweight. Does yes. not get tired, can push the pace, and is defensively very good, very tough to get rid of, and he's just a good fighter. Comes from American Top Team, man. I'm telling you, the guy can fight, and I, I look at this, and I you know he's got to be very careful in the first round. But if you've watched Davion's fights, the one drawback on Davion. Is he throws so hard, he's very Derek Lewis-like in that he does get tired. And when he gets tired, you're going to see, you know, Saeed Soma just come on like a tidal wave and just run him over if he allows that to happen. He's got to be very relaxed, very calm in this, not try to just take Saeed's head off, be composed, be technical, and make it a fight to where you're not burning gas for no reason. Yeah, Soma looks like when he walks out there, like he's already had a Soma muscle relaxer. He's one of those guys. Doesn't look like he looks like Fedor. Like Fedor, like, yeah, oh, like yeah, I don't really want to yeah, be. Okay, looks like he rolled that. right out of bed. His hair's all yeah. jacked up. No. There's not, you know, like nothing. He just looks a mess. Anyways, he gets out there. And he just systematically starts picking you apart slowly. Yep. Leg kicks. I mean, combinations. Just touch, touch, sprawl. He'll sprawl and brawl. He'll get a takedown. He'll he he will mix it up to to have you guess, you know, where he wants to fight. But in his last fight, when he fought Minikoff, who's the former Bellator champion, yep. he was just piecing him up. He was beating him to the punch, and the leg kicks played a huge factor in that fight, John. Yeah. And I think I think in this fight, if a couple hard leg kicks, especially midway through the second or midway through the first round, is going to start to slow Davion Franklin down. <clears throat> you hit it right on the head when you said Derek Lewis esque. Okay, I was going to basically say Derek Lewis two kind of position. Yeah. <laughs> like he's he's got a little bit more. I feel like he's got a little bit more athleticism than Derek Lewis. <clears throat> but when it comes down to it, and he's I think he's a little bit faster than Derek Lewis. Maybe he doesn't hit quite as hard as Derek Lewis, but it's right up there. No, it's up. Um, it's up there. Yeah, I, but the thing with Derek Lewis, though, Derek Lewis has learned over the years kind of how to pace himself. Yes, uh, D- Davion Franklin. Uh, he's four and zero. He's four and zero. So he, he hasn't learned much right now in terms of of you know of how to get through the the hard part of this of these fights. He, he's he's gonna have to learn how to pace himself in this fight because Soma will be there. He will yes. be. There. He'll still be relaxing in the third round off that muscle relaxer, and he'll just be chilling going. Hey, man, I'm here. I'm here when you're ready. And if he gets in there, I think into this second round, if Davion Franklin ends up getting in the second round, you should start looking to see Soma maybe start to take over with some different combinations, making him wrestle a little bit more, yep. tire out those arms, you know, close that gap because you don't want to be in that. You don't want to be you all don't the wanna, way in or all the way out. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you got to be in that phone booth. You want to be fighting him right there, touching you know chest to chest. You're just wrestling him and taking him, making him use his arms and his legs to defend. You get outside that range at the end of his punch, 
and it could be lights out real quick. So it's going to come down to the fight IQ of Soma and how he fights his fight, but I'm going to lean towards Soma only based on the fact that he's got a little bit more experience, you know, and, um, and I think his style is going to come in, is going to be very effective, especially as the fight goes on. Yeah, the longer the fight goes, the more it goes towards Saeed Soma. Yeah. But good way to, good way to start the, the card off. Interesting fight, interesting heavyweight matchup, one that, like, it, it could end in the first 10 seconds of the fight. If Franklin lands the shot, I don't care who you are. He's going to put yep. you out. He's got that kind of power, so it'll be fun to watch. Anything on the prelims that you want to go over? Yes. We got Nandel Malo, Mandel Nalo against Nick Brown. It's a great fight, mm -hmm. but we got to talk about Brendan Ward. Yep. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm just happy. I'm happy that he has. Look, if you guys have watched anything, any footage on him, but you guys tune into Bellator on Saturday night, you guys will see <clears throat> they've done a segment on him that is just absolutely incredible. You guys got to watch that. And you just, well, I'm glad you've seen it. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I'm a little, <laughs> little high, higher profile name, so I get all the oh, okay, insights. Got it. There you go. Okay. <laughs> no, I just, it, it shows where he's been, where he's come from, where he's at now in his life. And people need to understand how difficult it is just to be a fighter. And a lot of these fighters, they come from broken homes. And it just, the, the life that they have lived beforehand and being able to still drive and push and what you've got to do to be the best or want to be the best or to be successful, just period. Not even being the best, just being successful. It's extremely difficult. And in the fight game, it's all on you. You can say like, oh, my coaches didn't work with me this or my coaches did that. But guess what? At the end of the day, it's only you in there. And to be honest, Brennan Ward's taken full responsibility for his past actions. He is now back. He's focused. And I have a lot of admiration for someone that can admit when his faults had take, were taking place. He's went back and tried to fix them, right the wrongs and everything he's done in his life. He is now back in the, in the Bellator cage. And an opportunity to basically start striving back towards a title shot or back towards just getting his, get, making sure that he's riding this wrong, getting his life back on track and the career that he he likes to do. So I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he's back. Yeah, I, I can't remember what website they actually did a, a whole story on him, and it was really done well. And it talked about you know his addiction problem and what is what he's gone through and how he was you know he was having addiction problems while he was at fights. Yeah, and I can tell you, I've done a lot. I did a lot of Brendan Ward, fight, uh, his fights. The guy is a hell of an athlete. He's fast. He's strong. He's got good wrestling. He's got good hands. You know, power. He can knock anybody out. This is a guy that he could have been someone back when we, you know, were watching him. It was just he would he would always end up losing that that fight that he needed to get past, and it was based upon man. He was he wasn't. He wasn't whole. And so, you know, he's now, he's got a little, he's got a little girl. He's doing well. He's in the gym. Hopefully he can just start anew. You know, he's got a record of what, 14 and six or something mm -hmm. like that. You know, he's got, a, you know, he had a couple of big, he had a big, you know, knockout loss to Paul Daly, that flying knee mm -hmm. that he got hit with and stuff. But man, the guy can fight and he can be a guy at the top. Because you know, the first fight I ever did is, he fought for the championship in Bellator. He fought, you know, uh, the Storm, Slamenko. Ah. And he was doing well in the first round, but he was burning a ton of energy going after Slamenko. And Slamenko's a, you know, great fighter, veteran, tough as hell. And he was able to take over the fight. But he was so young at that time. I told him, you know, I remember telling him at the time, hey, 
don't worry about it. You're going to be back here. you got a ton of talent. Just keep improving. I didn't know all the problems he had, and, I, and I've reffed him multiple times since then, and then you know, I knew when he was gone. So this guy's got you know a great story. I hope that this is the start of something new for him, and I hope he's back in the Bellator cage often because in the – in the Northeast, in the in that area of Massachusetts, you know Connecticut, this guy is king. You talk about someone that puts butts in the seats and stuff. Mm-hmm. People come out to see Brennan. Everyone knows who he is, and they all believe in him. And God bless him. I'm glad he's back. I hope he has a fantastic fight and shows everyone what he's made of. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, there was another fight on here that I want to kind of vent about a little bit because it was the Deanna Bennett and Justine Kish fight. Yeah. I have Deanna Bennett being ranked in Bellator. Justine Kish, I believe she was ranked when she left. She's coming over from the UFC. I believe she was ranked. Um, I don't know how you would pull that up right now because I'm sure it's taken I off. You could. <clears throat> yeah, um, but people have told okay. me <clears throat> that she was ranked before, basically when she left or when she decided to sign with Bellator and she left. Um, <clears throat> possibly. So if that's the case, how is this fight not closer to the to the main card? Can you give me some? Can you give me some reasons there, John? I, I, I I'm being honest. If I was going <laughs> to give you any reason at all, look, Deanna Bennett had a great last fight <clears throat> against Alejandra Lara. She looked really good. That was her second fight in Bellator, but she did not make weight. That's true. And when you don't make weight, you just put it in your promoter's mind and your matchmaker's mind. I don't want to put you yeah. up here because you you pull that off on me again. I got problems. Yeah. So I really think that that's the reason. It has nothing to do with Justine. You know, Justine's coming from the UFC. It's a quality fight, but I think it was because Deanna didn't make weight. We'll see what happens this time. Yeah, but I mean, like, still put them a little bit closer to the main card. I mean, they're pretty far down there. <clears throat> yeah, but, yeah, okay, but let's be honest. I'm just going to go off of the list that, you know, they're in right now because mm-hmm. the, the fight that's above them is Gozali against Bobby King. That's that's a pretty good fight. Gozali being a young, talented, lightweight. Bobby King being a veteran, a tough guy, a guy that's got a lot of good stand-up, you know, trains with, you know, Bang Ludwig. He's got a good ground game. Uh, he's he's tough on the ground as far as defensively. He's, he can't get a lot on him. So that's a, you know, that one's just one above him. The one above that is Jalen Bates, who I think is phenomenal. He's going to be a star of the future yeah. against Chris Disconnell, who's – that tough as hell. So that's a good one. And then if you go below, I you know, it's got Jordan Newman. Jordan is a great wrestler. Uh, I believe he was either Division Two or Division Three NC2A champion, I believe. But uh, great wrestler going against Cody Aber. A good fight. So I mean, there's there's a lot of good fights on the card. You know, if you're if you're going down the list, that's about where they should be. You know, there's guys like Isaac Hokick who you know is a wrestler from California and stuff. He's yeah. down way below and stuff. So Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Yeah, you're still not selling me, John. I think they should have <laughs> they should have been I think they should have Look, I'm okay with them being below Brennan Ward or Brennan Ward because Brennan's making his comeback. He's been in the Bellator before and there's a yeah. little story there's a storyline there. I'm okay with that, but I think she I think she should have been above Jalen Bates. Now, that's just my my honest opinion. Jalen's still making a run. Deanna Bennett's been around for a while. She's also in the top five. Or top, I think she's in the top five. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> and then Kish. Kish apparently was ranked before she left the UFC. But, I mean, and her coming over as a debuter, it would have been nice to have them up a little bit higher up on the top. 
But that's just me. I'm I'm really just stirring the pot right now, Tom. Boy, you I'm are. Really just, I really am. I really am. <laughs> I seem yeah. to be ruffling a lot of feathers these days. So, but uh, but yeah. it should. But I think I think honestly, I think that's going to be a good fight. You have Kish and you've got uh, Bennett. Bennett's a stud. She's good on the feet. She's good on the ground. You know, she loves to wrestle and she's pretty nasty on you know in her jujitsu. So I'd yeah. like to see. I'd like to see that fight happen. I'm using like uh, a closer to the main card, huh? I'm using like a website that lets you view things Past. from in the past yeah and i do not see her like that around april last year when she was with the ufc i don't, I don't mm-hmm. see her um ranked but i could yeah, i didn't remember her being ranked in the top yeah someone had sent me saying hey how come this fight's not up there and uh it's you know kish was ranked when she left the ufc and i didn't think she Deanna, was because she had Deanna lost it is pull up her record okay yeah let's get her record here <clears throat> I'll, I'll, and then I can just pull up when she last fought, actually, which was April. Yeah, 7th. she lost her last two. I doubt. Yeah, yeah I doubt. Yeah, I doubt she's ranked. She lo- yeah, there's no way. Oh, she lost to to Tracy Cortez. Yep. Yeah, Tracy in Cortez, who's yeah, going out with. Uh, Come on, you were just with him. Yeah, yeah oh, I was God. just with him. When was the I mean, if she was Brian Ramella, Ortega. Ortega, there you go with Ortega. <laughs> If she was ranked, it had to have been like there was a 2016 when she was last on a win streak. So God, it, it may have been around maybe then. Maybe around but, then, yeah. But I'm okay. looking. This this is from February last year, and she is definitely not in that. Got it. Got ranks. it. Perfect. Perfect. Before we continue on with our main show, we want to make give you guys an opportunity to click down on our links down below. That link below will take you to our Wayne and Extras channel. We do a classic show, and it's a fun show that John and I, we have a lot of fun on, called Wayne Interjection. It's a short 8 to 12 minute long show. Here's a little taste of it. So I'm going to name off this or that. It this could be anything. That. <laughs> and you guys make your pick. No, no reason necessary. You guys ready? <laughs> Let's go. All right. First one. Aljo or Covington? Covington. Covington. <laughs> Ngannou or Tyson? Tyson? Tyson. Ah, look at you. <laughs> Under the bright lights or are we talking about practice? <laughs> Under the bright lights, baby. <laughs> we talking about practice? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Mayweather or McGregor? McGregor. Pass. Pass. I'm not answering that McGregor. shit. McGregor. Pass. Karate Kid or Enter the Dragon? Oh, Enter the Dragon. Oh. Enter the Dragon. Come on, not even close. Damn. Are you yeah, kidding enter me? The, enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. Street Fight or Pro Wrestling? No, street God, Fight. Street Fight. <laughs> Is that what you said too, Josh? Street Fight, yeah. Okay. Logan Paul or Jake Paul? Logan Paul. Although I, I got I, I do like Jake Paul now, man. Oh, He's getting man. on my good side. Uh, I'm gonna go with Jake. I'm there gonna go with go. Jake there only because go. Jake's Jake can really fight. <laughs> Who fight. the fuck is that guy? Or I'm not surprised, mother effer. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not surprised, surprised motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. Bobby Lashley or Brock Lesnar? Brock Lesnar. Bobby Lashley. <laughs> I knew Bobby you were gonna Lashley. go Bobby. Get out of here. <laughs> Bobby's my boy, man. So I go Brock. Brock's my boy. Brock's my boy. My boy's going to beat your boy. Oh, someone else is making that up. Or X-Men. Oh, Oh, X-Men. X-Men. Yeah, 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 X-Men, X-Men. Elon Musk or Kanye West? Elon Musk. Elon Musk. (laughs) Bisping or DC? DC. DC. (laughs) Michael Bay or Quentin Tarantino? (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) 
Ah, <laughs> uh, Quentin Quint Tarantino. Tarantino. Come yeah. on, Pulp Fiction is a classic. Yeah. Reservoir Dogs. DQ, DQ or no contest? No contest. Uh, yeah, no contest. Yep, no contest. And lastly, Cowboy Cerrone or Cowboy Oliveira? Cerrone. Oh, Cowboy Cerrone. He's, he, you Cerrone. can't take the cowboy away from Cerrone. No. <clears throat> I like Oliveira, but I, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm a, cow, I'm a Cowboy Cerrone guy. Cerrone. Uh, Fan. All right. That's going to wrap up this or that. Let's get into like this that. third topic. Jamal Hill and Johnny Walker. Let's get into this fight. What do you think? Oh, man, I'll tell you what. You know, Johnny Walker's got... I just don't know with him, man, because he, he's talented and he's he's long and he's tall. But so is Jamal Hill, and Jamal Hill, although he's long, he he's doesn't, tall. that's what you're saying. He's tall, long, and lanky. Is what you're saying. Well, I'm not going, you know, <laughs> lanky. At 205 pounds, no one's lanky. No, but right, right. Jamal Hill's got power in his hands. The guy can swat. Now he did get, you know, the the loss to Paul Craig. I know who is Podcast Dave's favorite fighter. You know, based upon somewhere that he lives, uh, I don't know, Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he came back from that. He had a very impressive win against a tough guy in Jimmy Crute. You know, Jamal Hill's the real deal as far as, you know, you do not want to be in the stand-up with him. And Johnny Walker's more of a stand-up fighter. And I just look at, you know, Johnny Walker's chin has been it's been dented a couple of times. He's taken some time off. He had a very good last fight. I, I take nothing away from him in that fight. You know, it was a loss, but it was a very close fight. He could have gotten the win, you know, against uh, a tough guy in Tiago Santos. So Johnny Walker is fighting well. It's just one of those. I think that Jamal Hill is going to be able to touch that chin. And if he gets him in trouble, look out. Now, Johnny's way more explosive as far as doing the, the you know, jumping flying knees and all that stuff but in his last four fights he's only got one win yeah. and when you're in that position that puts you in that you know you start to worry about stuff jamal hill yeah he got the this he got submitted by craig but came back with that one win he's on a win johnny's not i think that jamal hill's got that that belief in himself back that you know if he can just touch you he can put you away and so this is going to be a tough one for Johnny Walker. Yeah, I think the speed of Jamal Hill is going to be a factor. <clears throat> if Johnny Walker starts jumping in, starts leaving his feet, yeah. starts doing crazy stuff, <clears throat> Jamal Hill's going to be able to get to that chin a little bit faster. You know, when you leave yourself out of position and you... Opportunities. And not, yeah, opportunities present themselves, and that's very clear. Uh, I think Jamal Hill can be able to capitalize on that. Now, will Johnny Walker try to get this fight to the ground? What do you think? You know, he's not he's not that guy that's got a you know a, a it's not that he can't fight on the ground, but he doesn't have that that base where you're going, man, this guy's a, got a great submission game. He's a huge ground and pounder. He doesn't have any of that. That's not who he is as a fighter. You know, and so you look and you go, is he going to try to get it to the ground? You know, who has he gotten to the ground? Well, he's gotten guys to the ground with the flying knees where he's hit him and hurt him and put him down and mm -hmm. stuff. And he's you know he had a big win against. Uh, Misha Shurkinoff that you know it was impressive because Misha was a is a tough dude and he's he's got a good ground game and he was able to finish him but I don't know I just look at this and the power of Jamal Hill even though he doesn't have that body that people think you know creates power the guy's got power in his hands he can swat and Johnny Walker's chin has been tested before and 
You know, he he was he sticks it up in the air a lot. And when it goes up in the air, yeah. it's not a good thing. This is true. I, I think it's gonna be a fun fight though. I think uh, it is. Jamal I think Jamal Hill's gonna end up on top uh you know with the win but it's going to be a fun fight i think up up until the up until the finish and i think there's going to be a finish i think you're going to yeah. get one of those finishes in this fight. i think so too jamie pickett versus kyle Dawkins. scroll can you scroll up there for me dave <clears throat> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. i mean Dawkins, him and his brother are both phenomenal fighters kyle is you know stays tight with the with the offense on the feet Keeps his hands up tight. I mean, like, he's a good fighter. He's a really good fighter. He's good everywhere. He's got a good ground yeah. game, and he's got his stand-up is solid. It's good. Jamie Pickett, much more explosive fighter. Much more athletic, much faster. Uh, I think he's got probably better power in his hands with a one shot. But uh, he's got his hands full with Dawkins. Dawkins is just that guy. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't look the part. Fucker's tough as hell, and he can fight everywhere so yeah uh parker porter allen uh i don't even know how you say his name bodet bodot bodot say that again bodot 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 bodit bodit bodot and then and then so i yeah so budo okay and then you got jim miller look at the freaking look at the record on jim miller yeah well this is jim miller's 38th ufc fight he leads the pack because Andre Arlovsky tied him last week with 37, which is super impressive when you think that Andre left the UFC for how many years and then yeah. came back. And so 37 for Andre Arlovsky. This will be number 38 for Jim Miller. So Andre was tied for numero uno for exactly one week. <laughs> uh, who's going to fight longer? Andre. I think so, too. Yeah. It's the heavyweight division. It's easier to well, fight longer. Well, you're right. It, it, it is easier. It's it's more you know, common for a, a heavyweight fighter to go into their 40s and fight well, you know, be able to compete. Because when you're talking about speed, you know, and Jim Miller being a lightweight, you know, speed is a factor that, you know, he's not, he's not as fast as he used to be. He's always going to be tough as hell. Uh, he's got a good ground game, but if you take a look, you know, what Andre, I'm guessing four and one, five and one in his last five, six fights, yeah. you know, Jim Miller, a little bit different. I know he got a win in his, in his last fight, but, and, you know, I know uh, he, he got beat by Slicky. He got beat by Pichel. Uh, I don't know. I would say that in his last, what, Let's say five, six fights, he's two and four, something like that. So, you know, they're 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 just at different, you know, yeah. areas as far as when you got wins, you can stay with what you're doing until you decide I'm not gonna do it. When you got, you know, all these losses coming in, you gotta take a look and say, When is it time? And it's not yeah. that you know, Jim Miller's had a phenomenal career. It's been great for the UFC. But, you know, if he loses to uh if he loses this fight, mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, when do you say enough's enough? Yeah. Tough yeah, call. When you, get, when you get to those lighter weight classes, <clears throat> the speed kills. When you're having to deal with those fast, young fighters, athletic fighters, it's a little bit more difficult to deal with. You're getting hit a lot more, taking a lot more damage. Uh, in the heavyweight division, that's you could potentially get knocked out, but that doesn't matter whether you're old or not. You could potentially yep. get knocked out in the heavyweight division at any moment. 
<clears throat> but they can also fight longer because they don't fight at a pace that the, the smaller fighters fight at. That's why I always feel like the smaller fighters are always the better fighters, which they are. Well, they're not. No, so you're saying it wrong, which is common for you because, see, you were a lightweight. <laughs> Let's just be honest. If you pick the heavyweight you were going to beat, ain't happening. So the better fighter is the heavyweight fighter because he can beat you. Now, I will give you this for the most part. You're the more entertaining fighter. You got more technical skills. You, you do things, you do a lot more, you know, and better. Just so being honest. So, so, you, so, so, so if, if Josh Thompson was going to fight Cain Velasquez, you had to pick my times, friend, huh? You had to pick my friend. Of course I got to, man. You had to pick my friend. I'm not going <laughs> to. You had to pick my friend. Ten what a times. jerk, man. How many are you going to win? Give me someone I don't like. Give me, give no. me a heavyweight I don't no. like. Give me somebody okay, that DC. I don't know. Give me some, no. DC. <laughs> I, I love well, DC. He pays me a lot of money on the golf course, I, man. He, I know you love he's, DC. He's That's why I'm up. picking I him, I love dude. it. I'm like, give me my money, man. He, he, he tried to leave the course early. He tried to leave on the 18th hole, so I couldn't get video of him paying me cash in hand. He tried, <laughs> tried to leave. He's like, oh, I got to go, man. I got to pick up my daughter. Go. I was like, uh, he's like, yeah, I, I left the money on, on, on the golf cart. I left the money. Like, he's trying to get out of there. <laughs> oh, this guy. He's so, he's so janky, man. Uh, I love it. No, okay. bottom line is the, the lighter weights are just more skilled. And if we were to match, say, if you was be, if I was their weight or they were my weight, I would win. It does. Would, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> wait, wait. The if. better fighter is the, is the one that there has more no skill and better. If they were my weight or if I was. If you were their weight, you wouldn't be doing things the same way you did as a, as a lightweight. John, John, just be just I'm the better fighter. Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason. Okay, Josh, I want. I, I'm going to go back in time. Lighter guys are the better fighters. Okay, there's a reason why the UFC started off as this spectacle with no weight classes, and quickly it became. None of the lighter fighters wanted to fight in it. Why? Because the bigger guys were learning how to fight and learning what to do, and it became that size does matter. And so we came up with weight classes. At first, there was only two weight classes, heavyweight and what we called lightweight at 200 and under, okay? Look at, weight matters. You know that. Quit lying. Weight matters, yes, but John, for years, she's been telling me size doesn't matter, and I'm going to believe her, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like a hamster baby <laughs> oh, i love it i love it uh, all right any other card? like i'm gonna give out uh, benitez they got moved to this card against da david onoma onoma so uh look uh i haven't seen Mowgli. yeah i haven't seen Mowgli in a while uh, i'm not sure if he's at ak i haven't been to ak in a while either but um but uh he obviously we know he's got a, he's got a he's got great kicks he's got good type boxing his jiu-jitsu has gotten a lot better since the last time I trained with him and the last couple of times I've seen him training. <clears throat> his submission game has gotten a lot better. He's nasty on the neck with the guillotine. He's actually gotten a lot better with the leg locks as well. Uh, he's been working on a lot of those transitions. And so, I mean, look for him to not just keep this thing on the feet, but also mix it up. And he his wrestling's gotten better. His takedown defense has gotten better. All around, his grappling aspect has gotten better now. Fight IQ and fighting smart. As much as I love the guy, sometimes he doesn't do that. He's a dog, man. I'm mean, just being honest. He's a yeah. dog. When we talk about guys being the junkyard dog or they're just a dog inside that cage, he's one of those guys that will will just stand in front of you and bang. And I love watching him fight because he's that fighter. But 
at a certain time in your career, you gotta say, hey, what's best for me in my career is getting the win. And so hopefully he uh, <clears throat> he goes out there, gets the job done. And, you know, he's a friend of mine, so I want obviously rooting for him. So yeah, I agree with you as far as he's a junkyard. You, I think you passed one that is a okay. great fight, okay. an interesting one in Joaquin Buckley <clears throat> yes, against Al Hassan. I think that's a great fight. I think it's an interesting fight. Al Hassan very fast, very explosive. Buckley very fast, very explosive. They do it differently. Al Hassan came from a, a grappling background, judo and things like that. Really doesn't use it that much. Likes to go for the knockout. Well, he's got his guy to try to do it with in Buckley, who's got some great, you know, spinning attacks. Unbelievable control of his body as far as you watch the the knockout of the year that he had. You know, I, I can't remember the name. I can't say the name of his, of his opponent, but it was in uh, Abu Dhabi in. Uh, just amazing uh, knockout. What's that? Impa. Yeah, see, I can't say it. It's Impa is all I know. I, I can't say it. was Impa. But unbelievable. And so that's a great matchup. I think that's going to be, a, it, as the fight goes on, the longer it goes, mm -hmm. I go more towards Buckley. Buckley doesn't get that tired. He's got a lot of... Uh, a lot of energy and a lot of cardio for a guy that carries a lot of muscle. They both carry a lot of muscle. Al Hassan a lot more in his lower body, big legs, strong. But that's a great matchup. I, I look forward to watching that fight. Buckley's not big for the weight. That's the thing. Like, well, he's, he's like, not he's at, one not at 185. Yeah, he's yeah. a tweener. He's got a huge chest. Yeah. You know, big chest on him and stuff. But he, I think he fights better at 185 than he fights yeah. at 170. Got it. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. And and, and I'm gonna pre I'm gonna go back and preface more on that on that spinning kick that he landed. <clears throat> it, to me, it's one not just one of the best knockouts of the year. I think it was one of the best knockouts I've ever seen. Of all time. Oh of my all god. Time. It's got to be. You got a guy. The, yeah. A guy holding your leg and you're able to spin as he's holding your leg and get a knockout like that. I mean, because it just starched him. Yeah. As soon as it hit, <clears throat> over, done. You know, going down like a two-by-four falling. Just unbelievable that he was able to generate the power that he was and the speed in which he did it with. And just, you know, this is yeah, where, that, you know, training and everything. What's that? Accuracy, John. The accuracy oh, of it. No Think shit. Think about this. He was trying to hit something like this big yeah. by not looking while you're fully And not having a base. Air. He doesn't yeah, really have a base. <clears throat> no base. Unbelievable. <clears throat> Absolutely just a great knockout. I think it's probably yeah. one of the best ever, ever. All right. Uh, well, that's going to conclude our UFC talk, our Bellator talk, our Eagle FC talk, and our PFL Challengers talk. So we have talked a lot about these fights. Let's get into Lots some coming, news. Though. Let's get into some news there, Podcast Dave. All right. So let's get into this first story. Um, I don't know if you guys, and we only have a couple of fun things for this uh, <laughs> for today because, you know, there's not a whole lot of news Dang right it. now. Uh, a lot of that fight was... cards, but not a lot of news. So Aljo tweets out this picture. Oh. And he's sporting the Dagestani beard. And he quotes, trying the Dagestani beard. Never eat everybody. Smash everyone. Aljabib Steramaive. Steramaive. I love it. Hey, that's awesome. Oh, okay, look. You can say a lot of things. That is, I, I, I like the, the, I like the fun of it. I like everything about it. He's trying to, uh, you know, pull in. The aura of the Dagestans and, and their ability to win fights because he's got a tough one coming up, but I, I think it's great. I'm not saying that I think the beard looks great, but I, I like I like the attempt. 
I hope it helps his wrestling. That's why he's a good <laughs> wrestler. You can't yeah. say he's not a good wrestler. No, I can say he's got, but he's going to need a little bit better wrestling though to, he's, get, he's gonna to, to win this fight. He's going to need solid wrestling. Yes. Yeah, he's going to need the. He's going to need to get after it. Look, I've said a lot of things about Aljo, but look, I like I like guys that can can make fun of themselves, can do things yeah, like this, have fun. Yep. He he's he's silenced. I think in the beginning it was hard for him to to deal with all the negative talk. When you're not used you know? to it, it's a it's a bitch. And I think the way he's helped silence all the negative talk is that he just continued to be a free spirit. Just say whatever he wants. Stay on social media. Don't don't allow these people to shut you down and cancel you. And don't allow them to make you feel like you're less than what you are. Even if he wasn't, even if he didn't win the championship the way that he had won it, he's still a good fighter. Still a phenomenal fighter. fighter. That's the, that's yeah. what people don't understand. Like that's people don't understand that he's still a damn good fighter. You know, and uh, and I've given him a lot of flack on here because of the whole situation. But overall, and it should be said, is that he he's phenomenal. He's good on the feet. He's good on the ground. <clears throat> he's he's still young. <clears throat> he's got a lot of room to grow. And not just as a fighter, but as a person. And I think he's just going to continue to get better with a little bit of age. You know, and he's going to, his fight IQ will start to grow as well. And we're going to see, man. We're going to see exactly how this fight ends up. But, ho uh, you know, wishing him the best. This is hilarious, though, by the way, John. Oh, it's good. This it's is great. actually, especially the way he did the name. The <laughs> I know, that's <laughs> the best part. Because he's got the smash everyone and then Al-Jabib. Al-Jabib. That's great. All right, next. All right, we're going to wrap up on this one. Uh, after the fights this past weekend, Tai Chuvasa apparently got Dana White to do uh, a shui, and uh, I have the video for you guys right here. All right, so let's clarify this. It's not really a shui. That it's is like not a, a shui. <clears throat> it's a device that looks like a shoe. It's like shotgunning a beer like John was talking. We were talking about this a little bit before the show came on. And it's basically making sure that the the whatever the mouth spigot thing is, you can see how nervous Dana is. The giant <laughs> Dana's nipple. Like, yeah, Dana's like what Dana the is sticking going on a right giant now? nipple in his mouth and shotgunning a beer. I mean, hey, you know what though? As Good a for promoter, him. hey, I, I think this is great. You're building a, Bruce, a rapport with your athletes. He has got a guy in Tuya Vasa that's got personality. Mm -hmm. Man, he's Tuya Vasa registers with the fans because he's real he's real you know a guy that'll sit there and walk out of the cage over to you at the rail take your shoe have a beer poured in it and drink that some bitch that's someone for whatever reason people fall in love with and that's great you know he's got great personality he's fun he's you know he's he's about you know just being who he is and so i thought you know Watching Dana try to do this thing, it's great. It's the, way, it's the way a promoter should be. Yeah, I mean, like everything in moderation. You know, he's not out there, you know, getting drunk, but he's out there just showing the fighters that he supports them and whatever it is yeah. that they're trying to build in terms of fan base. Yep. Uh, I think it was a smart move on Dana's part. Uh, Tuavas is a stud. You know, he's energetic. He's fun. He brings good stuff to the mic. <clears throat> he has a following. He's got yep. a whole country. He's got a whole country behind him. And so you need to make sure that you're always kind of patting those guys on the back and making sure that they understand that you support them as a promoter. I think this is a good move on Dana's part. It's very well played, though. It's a it's a it's a device yeah, it's that looks a like shoe. a shoe. It's not. A, it, it looks <laughs> like a shoe, a shoe, but it's not a real yeah. shoe. And uh, but it's fun. I think it's I think it's good. So overall, I mean, I mean, really, what's next for Tuavasa? Hey, 
look, he's in the he's in that position. He's going to be in the top five. All right, has to be. Yeah, he's in the top five, and so you're looking at you know him. I'm telling you, this is you know I look at it. I think that Stipe, obviously, I think Engano is he's sitting out. Okay, yeah. So the champ is sitting out. So we've got Stipe, we've got Cyril gone, we've got John Jones, who still has not fight at heavyweight. And we've got Tai Tuiavasa. Those are your guys at the top right now. And so if you're Dana and you're looking at it, I would try to be putting John Jones and Stipe together, and I would be trying to put Tai Tuiavasa and Cyril Gon together. I'm not saying it's a great uh, matchup not for him. Not a good idea for uh, but That's all you can do. Okay. Dave, Ty- pull up the rankings. Who, who else is next? Like who, who Not next, but who else is in that mix? So I just I just jumped to three. Oh, he's number Who's three. Fight? Oh, you know what? I would like to see. I would like to see Volkov, the winner of Volkov and Aspinall fight fight Ty. Okay, and what does that do for Ty? It keeps him getting beat. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it does, John. John, listen uh, to me. It keeps him from getting beat by Cyril Gone. That's yeah, what it does. Possible. I mean, Curtis Blades. Who's Curtis Blades fighting? He's got a fight coming up. Uh, yeah, he, he he's fighting Dawkins. That's right. Ah, that's right. Dacus. Curtis Blades fighting Dawkins. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Well, the word Dawkins not even on here. Oh, there he is. Yeah, there he is. is. Number eight. There he is. Number eight. Yep. Um, you got Rosenstruck. I wouldn't mind seeing that fight. Did they they didn't already fight, did they? Uh, I don't recall. Don't think, I don't recall no, Ty. Don't Ty so. Did Ty already fight? But again, okay. If you're Ty, look at where Rosen <clears throat> Rosenstruck is at. Uh, John, just serial. Got to move yourself not, forward, baby. Sergon's not the guy. Got to move yourself for forward. He didn't fight Rosenstruck. Yeah, look at look at Ty Tuivasa in that picture. He's looking thick. <laughs> looking thick, buddy. <laughs> Woo! And he did a baby also in that picture. He's a baby. It's fun. All right, guys. Well, hey, that's gonna wrap up our show in this conversation. And John, once again, I was always right. Yeah. <laughs> How did we start this show it. off? Josh, well, Josh is, apologizing me. for being Excuse me, wrong. it wasn't it wasn't how did we? How did you start this show off? Uh, Josh apologizing good. for being wrong. But hey, okay. you gotta understand. <laughs> real men admit their faults, and I was wrong, and I said I was I, I apologize for it, okay? But hey, Adi, hit me up, bro. DM me too. <laughs> and DM okay? me. <laughs> All right. We do hey. we have a quick uh, a quick announcement before we do wrap up the show. Oh, let's hear it. All yeah, right. let's go. I'm excited for this because I saw I saw this the other day on our YouTube channel. Hey, yeah. we've got more than t-shirts. So yeah. we we are launching uh, wingandpodcast.com where you guys can now pick up t-shirts and more. Uh, so there is new apparel on there. And for until the from today until the end of February, we're running um introduction introductory pricing and it will go up in March. So you guys jump on it now while it's there. Yeah, so there's hoodies, there's crewnecks, which I'm not a. I gotta get myself a coffee cup. Uh, yeah, there's a coffee, but it's gotta be this cups. big. It's gotta be. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Scroll down a little bit. Let's see what else has got on there. Uh, you got the crew neck, the gray sweaters, the maroon sweaters. You got our beast mode, our new beast mode uh, design that's up on a lot of these. You got a maroon. I like the maroon one. I'm big. Good. I'm you glad you like the maroon. You see that black one? That's perfect. Yeah. John, I've got to tell you, man, I, I'm, I'm, every time I see our old logo, I really like it. I love our old logo. Yeah, I love it. Obviously, but with me, I'm color phobic. 
Yeah, it's black and <laughs> I white just like or black. slight gray every <laughs> once in a while. Are you sure you don't want the white one? I got to get you a white one, John. You yeah, the white one's one. good. But I, I get it dirty. <laughs> I'll screw it up. Is that is that a thermal? There's a long sleeve in there as well. Premium long sleeve tee. So there's a, a long sleeve tee there. Look, a lot of these these uh, the premium tees are very nice too. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with that style. But they do offer like in a tri blend or a poly cotton. Good fits. Um, they all come from a really good company that I used to use for um, for my clothing line as well. So uh, you guys, are, I'm sure majority of you guys will like the fits on these as well. <clears throat> uh, scroll down a little bit. Is there any more? Uh, that's it for yeah, that's, that, it. that's it until March yeah. at least. So hoodies are available, crew neck sweaters are available, long sleeves are available, coffee cup available as well. Um, obviously, and then obviously all the t-shirts are available. We try to look into some hats as well, but then we didn't really care for the hats that they had on the market. So we're gonna leave it the way it is for right now. But hey, uh, the discounted prices are up only until March, is what Dave was saying. So the pricing will go up after March. So pick up whatever you guys can during that time. And we appreciate you guys for supporting us. Continue to support us. It's at pro. It's that's going to say. Pro, it's at wayneinpodcast.com. You almost got Check. DM'd right there. I almost got DM'd right there. Yeah. <laughs> wayneinpodcast.com. Check it out. Uh, there's no promo code, but the pricing is available for you guys. So you won't need one uh, until March. So hook that up. Look it up. Hey, and like I said, I've always said this, you guys. When you guys get, when you guys purchase any of this um, take apparel, a picture and send take it. Take a picture us. and send it to us, man. We really would like to share that out to people and let everyone know yeah. that people are supporting us. We like, appreciate you guys for supporting us. And the uglier you are, the better. Yeah, John just <laughs> needs to have people to to relate with. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you guys might want to just get a, an extra shirt for your Sharpay if you guys have one. You guys can take that picture as well. Put it up next to John. Perfect. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a wrinkle. All right. All right, maybe that wasn't as funny as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, this is dragging on. John, take us off, everybody. All right, everyone, thank you very much for listening, and we will see you.